You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. This episode is made possible by Oklahoma Medicine. We really enjoy the lavender and eucalyptus topical one-to-one salves, and they are such a staple product for us. I literally use their salve for everything, like my lower back, bug bites, shoulder pain, rashes, and so many other things. My favorite use for the salve is for my feet on a really long workday. And having my massage therapist rub it into my sore shoulders. That sounds so bomb, Sob. If you guys haven't tried their salve, we highly recommend it. There's more than one use for it and the tub literally lasts forever. Retweet. Now, let's get back to the episode. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with mother and cannabis enthusiast, Tara Quinn. We're going to let get to know her just a little bit better and have her share her story with us and those who are listening. So let's welcome Miss Tara to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey, Tara. Hey, ladies. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for being here. Let's start with you telling us where your cannabis journey initially began. My cannabis official journey, like actually figuring out the strains and that type of thing, uh, probably started about a couple years ago whenever I started the process of using medical marijuana to be able to uh, provide for my son and his autism. So I would say my journey started there, but I've uh, been an advocate of you cannabis since before. I was about 15. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, wow. Love that. Wow. I feel like everyone's journeys usually start a lot younger I than know. mine did. Yeah. Everyone's cool. so different. Which, yeah. Everyone's so different. Did you different. grow up in Oklahoma? I did. I'm born and raised here. Okay. What part? Tulsa. 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 Okay. Yeah. okay. So from Tulsa, live in Tulsa. Yep. Very cool. Thanks for driving here today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So tell us what kind of cannabis consumer you are. Like, do you enjoy concentrates, just flour, or like a little bit of everything? I'm definitely a little bit of everything, just depending on my mood and like what I'm using cannabis for. So definitely edibles to sleep. I am an, I love flour. So flour throughout the day, concentrates possibly more in the morning and the evening yeah. as well, like right before bed, but I love it all. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite brand you like for like your edibles or anything? Oh, definitely Sublime since Sublime. I'm a sales rep for Sublime, love Sublime. They're caramel popcorn. I think I gave it to you guys I'm earlier. I'm so excited yes. to try it. <laughs> that stuff is crazy, crazy good. So definitely something like that, like a little sweet tooth at night, but mm-hmm. I love to hit my Puffco right before bed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have Puff mixed Co. feelings about our Puffco. It's because we just recently found out it could be broken. So No. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, it's a fun. lot of work. It, it is a lot of work. This goes to Brandon's bong question actually the other day, which we could relate to the Puffco question that it is a bitch to clean the Puffco every single time. Like Absolutely. on our way back mm-hmm. from um, Gulf Shores, I put it in like the ISO thing and like actually did all of it. And I think that was our, my first time to really do it. And it took probably like 30 minutes. And I was like, wow. But it wasn't even working no, after that. No, yeah, it wasn't even working mm-hmm. after that. I feel like it's a battery or something because we like clean the chamber really well. Yeah. And- I don't know. Anyways, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so what is your favorite thing that you enjoy doing during and after you smoke? Oh, during I smoke? Honestly, it sounds kind of lame, but just being by myself in the quiet, not really listening to anything like distraction mm-hmm. or anything along those lines. Um, and then after, I mean, I'm pretty good at functioning throughout the day. So I'm just kind of get up and go like clean the house, you know, yeah. normal yeah. type of day. I love that. That's just, you just kind of cruise with it then, huh? Yeah. 
So what would you say you like the pivotal point was when cannabis was seen as more of like a medicine to you instead of just, you know, what you thought at age 15? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it was just, I was just using it and not realizing I was using it for a medicine. But um, I think whenever I dove in with my son, my son is about to be seven and he has autism Mm -hmm. and he has been on Vyvanse for a couple years. Um, And I just, I saw the side effects. I was reading the labels, all those types of things. And I was like, I can't do this. You know, I'm using cannabis for myself. Why can't I use it for him? So I just reached out to different type, different people that had dealt with this or had um, personal experiences. Hmm. So what kind of, so with autism, like what does your son have? Like, can you like dive a little bit deeper into like, I guess what you're, because we've we've interviewed somebody else who's had autism as well, an autistic child, but what is like your son like when like, how do you deal with that? Or like, what does he need? Yeah, absolutely. So Henry is diagnosed um, autistic. I usually get asked, like, where is he at on the spectrum? Mm -hmm. I would say that... I guess that was my question. Yeah, Yeah, it is hard because with autistic kids, there are so many different types, you know, Mm -hmm. and everybody's story is so different. So, yes, I... um, So he's about, I would say, middle spectrum. Um, So he functions. He also has developmental delays. So he functions about a three-year-old level. So I also have a daughter that's two, and she's already surpassing him in communication and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, And he also has ADHD, so he's very hyperactive. So those kind of go coincide with Mm -hmm. autism as well. Um, He's got a lot of sensory issues. Yeah. Does your family know that you consume cannabis? Are they cool with it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't really ask them too much because it's like ask a don't me. ask don't tell yeah, yeah yeah they're cool with it like my sister follows my social media and That's stuff cool. yeah and That's my cool. mom my mom I talked to her more about it and I think after telling them why why I use it not mm-hmm. only for myself mm-hmm. but for my son and it could help him mm-hmm. without the side effects why wouldn't I yeah, yeah absolutely totally. I feel like that's important to once they get the why Versus just seeing you like, you know, consuming it's, I feel like that's been a thing with my parents where it's like, now they're understanding why I'm using it because they see me in so much pain, whether through my menstrual cycle or if I've been on my feet for 10 hours a day and I'm exhausted, like they finally understand, but they've also seen it work for my sister who has fibro and like for the first time she can function without having to use medicine all the time. So I totally feel that it's cool to be able to do that with your family and kind of be like, Hey, like. This is There's a mutual understanding yeah. and it's not so judgmental Yeah, when absolutely. you can cross that, I feel like. I mean, you also kind of have to break that within yourself too, that yeah. whole stigma issue. Mm-hmm. Like kind of know? like the come out of the smoker's closet yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. It took me a minute to like, okay, am I really going to post on social media? Yes. Smoking? Yeah. That's like how no, we started totally. out with the cannabis hangout though. Mm-hmm. Like we were just posting like memes and educational stuff. It was never our faces. But then once it became legal here in Oklahoma, we were like, I mean, why do we not tell people that we smoke? Yeah. You know, like, let's be an advocate for, like, everyone who we know. And so we just started posting our faces like that. I mean, that was a big deal, though, because a lot of people don't want to be seen to this day on social yeah. media or even out and about, like, smoking anything. It's like a secret or, you know, it's like something that people do at night before bed, but they don't they, they like hide their little stash somewhere. Yeah. For you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is it's fine to do that. Like yeah. hide your stash. We all have that. But you know, it just it should be an open conversation yeah. about why it's healing, not so much like it's just around like the aspect of getting high. Yeah. Exactly. It's so much more than that. Right. Um so to 
like go back to your son. Tell us what the journey was like from trial and error to figuring out what he needed for his body. And because I know, I mean, we have people listening from everywhere and some of them probably do have autistic children as well. And all of them are so different responding to different things. So what was that journey like in finding the proper medicine for him? So I'm still in that journey, which is kind of exciting at the same time. Um, I really, I would suggest reaching out to people that are either autistic adults or autistic um, parents or that have um, autistic children. Uh, They seem to know more than I have ever known. So I have reached out to actually somebody on Instagram. His name's Chef Jeremy Cooper. And we had an hour and a half conversation. He's autistic himself and he's done a lot of research. Yeah, he used to live in Oklahoma for a while. He's like done some cultivation and all that stuff. So I reached out to him and he's kind of helped me figure out a plan to start journaling and how to journal. Mm-hmm. And that's been the most you know, important like for keeping this journey. track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How okay. to journal. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like you don't really get taught that, you know, like what to write down. Cause I, yeah. when I tell my patients like, Hey, write this down, they kind of give me a blank look like, okay. Like sublime 50 milligram edible dash good. Like, you yeah, know, like exactly. how do you break that down? So it's- yeah, that's what he was kind of teaching me too. So he told me every 15 minutes, Wow. Write down what he's, what you're noticing in him, how his mood is. Just jot it down real quick, you know, type of yeah. thing while we're in this process. And he was like, once you present me with all those facts and all those, you know, all this information, I'll be able to help you a little bit more. Mm, cool. But yeah, we've gone and just figured out what terpenes are best for him. And then making it at home actually is mm-hmm. kind of where we're going with it. So um, yeah, so I'm still in that journey seeing what works. Um, tinctures work really well. Um, I think you guys actually suggested it, the flower of life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had drove out to Oklahoma City yes. and did it one day. Yes, it's amazing. We don't have it in Tulsa. But yeah, that um, has really helped and just an edible throughout the day or something along those lines. What terpenes work for him? Okay, so I'm probably butcher the name. That's okay. That's uh, okay. Linoline? Limonene? No. Linalol. Yeah. Linalol. Okay. okay, linalol. Yeah, which is the lavender. Himuline? Cumulane. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I feel like go. I haven't really divin- yeah. dove into I that one. I think we've, one, we've really. done an episode when we were doing our yeah. Turkey Talk series on that one. Cumulane? I can't remember I think that one. It's like the hoppy yeah. yeah. So that's what we've been kind of like cool. getting into and finding strains and stuff that are heavy in those. Mm. Just cool. finding a grower that is consistent too. Consistency is key. Wow. So just trying to like when I do find some, someone like that, buying in bulk too. Yeah. Buying in bulk, that is true because you don't know if you're going to find it again. Yeah. yeah. We have to have a consistent medicine. Yes. Wow. That's so, a lot of research to yeah. figure How's, out. How do you figure out his dose with stuff? Like how obviously that's still trial and error and you're still in that phase, but so far, like how little did you start and what have you gone up to since then? Okay. So I started about, I think it was like two milligrams and then just kind of watched him for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I think I bumped it up to five and then we found a really sweet spot with eight. Okay. So he's about an eight right now. That's cool. Yeah, and I, it's good with the tincture because I can I can drop it and perfectly. Do what do you notice? Like what um like what does he do that makes you be like let's take let's take this tincture let's take this edible and like how does it calm him down? Like is is it like an anger thing or is it like a we can't communicate thing and so I give this to you to help? You yeah. know. 
Yeah, so we deal with a lot of behavioral issues with okay. him right now. A lot of frustration of not being able to communicate, mm-hmm. which I can't even understand. Like, I can't even imagine yeah. like, trying to tell somebody what you want. Right. And then just not do Yeah. Yeah, so we deal with a lot of that. So I see when he gets a little agitated or we're going somewhere that's very sensory overload, um, I'll try to give him, you know, a little drop before we go, kind of watch him a little bit more closely. But I just see him mellow out kind of chill out a little bit more and that's all I'm looking for. There's yeah, no yeah. psychoactive effects. Right. No, it's just to calm him. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what a lot of people think too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you medicate with cannabis for, you know, and he gets mm-hmm. high and all this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, you would have no idea. You would have absolutely no absolutely idea. He's just no like idea. calm and able to understand his surroundings a little bit more and yeah. without the frustration mm-hmm. aspect of it. It's kind of like when I give copper C B D like whenever you yeah. know just to and calm then, like, her down. I watch her like start mellowing out and not be so high anxious or just being crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can notice, I mean, I, she, I compare her to a child because she's <laughs> the closest thing I have to one. So I can kind of see what you're saying on like watching him yeah. and being able to see it happen. Yeah. But, that's a really interesting thing to watch too. Yeah. I love it. It's, I love it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like moms who are cannabis users are mom shamed a lot, um, which is really whack, I think. But do you find yourself getting a lot of that? And if so, what's your advice to other can moms out there, especially ones who are using or thinking about using cannabis for their children's ailments? I, you know, I haven't. I haven't received any hate or anything along those lines. That's so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I kind of, like I said before, I was nervous, you know, like, am I really about to post this? I mean, I have my neck tattooed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm not like, you know, just like a closet. Yeah. Like, I think mm-hmm. that they expected it. But I know you mean. <laughs> you know what, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. It wasn't like, wow, can you believe that? You yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I haven't. And it's been really great. And I've had a lot of conversations with people that you would never, I would have never even thought, like I started mm-hmm. posting on my personal Facebook, you know, that I got my son's card and stuff like that. Yeah. And people were reaching out to me. And I'm like, this is what it's, this is what I feel like I'm here to do to yes. show people that you can be a mom, you can function, you can be a hustler and you can love your kids mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do all of these things. There shouldn't be a stigma around it. No. And I'm sure, honestly, all the moms out there would probably help you a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Women are crazy and I love it. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. Absolutely. They'll do anything. Yeah. Especially you. moms that have autistic children. Love yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy though. I can imagine like on Facebook and having, you know, not coming out and telling the world that you use cannabis, but not only for yourself, but for your son. Yeah. I think that's intriguing and fascinating. I think, I mean, like too. why we're asking you so many questions about it, because yeah. I'm genuinely interested on in, like, how do you do that? Like I have an idea of yeah. like what I would do, you know, but it's like, how does it day to day wise? But that's interesting. That yeah. is really cool. It definitely triggers my anxiety. But I'm breaking the stigma within myself, too. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, we kind of grew up in Every where day. cannabis mm-hmm. was a drug. Yeah. And yes. so now I'm kind of like, okay, like we have to be able to speak out and mm-hmm. say, hey, it's not, or we're not yeah. going to get anywhere in this industry, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even with your son, I feel like that's really, it's really awesome that you're doing that because it's, you're setting the standard. Like, this is okay. Like my son's going to hopefully one day live a functioning life because of cannabis, because it got him there, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, that's really neat. So Tara, if someone is interested in making their kid a patient, like what does that process look like for someone listening who doesn't know that? I'm so glad you asked me that. I actually listened to Paula on here 
Oh, I love Paula. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And she plugged um, Okana Moms. And so Okana Moms are actually closer to me than uh, Paula was. So I reached out to them and they okay. they helped me get his card for free and everything. They did Perfect. the whole process. That's awesome. I believe it was Hawkeye um, did the whole, the doctor was. And, but yeah, Paula's helped me throughout the way too, helping me figure out what to get them and any questions I've ever She's had. She's so awesome. Shout out oh to Paula. Gosh. I haven't even met her in real life. And She's I'm like, awesome. I cannot wait to meet you. She'll be at the sesh. <laughs> She's oh, so yeah. cool. That's yeah. right. That's right. And the yeah. autism, the walk for cannabis, I think is the, that day. Okay. And she'll be there too. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, She's a hustler a beautiful too. Soul. Yeah. Yeah. She's so Like awesome. you said, women are crazy and they will do whatever. <laughs> yeah. they need to. She, that she, is. Yeah. She's like, heck yeah. I'm like, I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> when you have to fight for your kid, it just brings out something. A hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent. And it's cool that you're doing it with cannabis and breaking all these stigmas, and you have such a supportive community behind you. Because I feel like that's so important, mm-hmm. you know, especially with not with you not getting any like hate or anything. I think that's so beautiful that people are like, "Hey, this is really helping her son. So what could it do for our kid?" You know, Absolutely. thank this, you. This industry like shows so much love. We say that all is. the time, but it's so but true. But like hearing you say that, you yeah. know, it's like so many people have your back and trying to guide you to show you like what to do next. Possibly, if you have no idea, you're like you're not alone. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's what I've done. I've just reached out to people <laughs> that have you know, have really good credentials and just pick their brain. And then I just kind of figure out what's my circumstance and like what would work best for Henry. And then I just kind of apply it and then yeah. I just see what happens. I love that. Yeah. Do you add on during the day as like the day goes on or is it just like you kind of start him in the morning and then he just does his thing throughout the day? So when he's with me on the weekends, mm-hmm. absolutely. He okay. is, uses it every single moment of the day. But mm-hmm. um, whenever he is at school, that's where we're kind of figuring, figuring it out. out. Yeah, That's the hard part. Yeah, I'm trying to look into the laws and stuff starting this new school year if he can actually consume, consume that school. something. But yeah. I, I want to say it's no, but we're seeing. Yeah, yeah but it, I mean, it, that's, it's worth it's it too. It's so hard to wrap your mind around because it's like that is his medicine. And that is, you know, what gets him through the day. Like Adderall might... For, you know, people have their kids on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that's what they do for their medicine. Like, it it should be. Have you ever tried, sorry to cut you off, but have you tried Genius for him? From yes. 1906, yes. did it work? Uh, yes. Oh, I, I love, love that. Nice. Yep. I love okay, that that's for cool. chill. Chill's good. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Oh. Okay, that's really cool. I, I'm glad you asked yeah. that. Yeah. I just is... randomly thought of it because I was like, I wonder, because I have patients who do have like autistic kids and they'll come in and sometimes ask questions. So it's good to know that that's, you know, you can guide people. Oh, I love that. That's so neat. And shout out to 1906. I know. Seriously. Low dose little drops. Yeah. Have you tried any, have you tried any other ones other than the genius and like the love or anything for him? I literally just took the genius for myself right before we started. I take it anytime I need to like concentrate. But um, for my son, uh, what have I tried? I've tried the chill. I've done different combinations. I don't think, I think I was doing the chill and the bliss for a while. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, but the only thing is with autistic kids, you, sometimes they won't swallow. Yes. Those, okay. You yes. can't crush those yes. up. So I just want to say that because I read the back of it and I was like, I'm so glad I didn't, you don't want to crush it up. So, um, that was a another struggle, okay. but just telling them they're colored and you know, yeah, real quick, they're drops, they're great. Yeah, I know that they're hopefully supposed. They have peanut butter cups for the bliss in Colorado, but I, I hopefully Ooh, they'll come out in Oklahoma. Changer. But that would be a game changer for your son and oh, you, honestly. To be like, right. here is a Reese's peanut yeah, butter cup. You deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> he eats, you know, he'll eat any of the gummies, especially like the sublime chocolate. Like he, I can just break something off of those and he'll eat them. So he's yeah, like, that's that would nice. Be, a game changer for us. Yeah. Wow. wow. 
Cool. Take notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Tara, is there anything else you'd like to say before we hop off today? Oh man. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you so Happy much for here. being here. Yeah. Thanks for letting me share my story. I just linked up with green social too, along with sublime. They're a media group. So okay. that's really exciting. Cool. Nice. I love that. Get so, more into the social media aspect okay. of it. What do they do? Yeah. They do videography. Okay. Everything. Cool. Yeah. They do social media, all different types. There were two guys and They've been in the sports industry for like 20 years. Wow. And decided Heck to come yeah. into cannabis. Love and it's that. really cool. That's so, like wow. a good little like collab yeah. of like being in the sports industry for uh-huh. 20 years and then cannabis industry. Yeah. 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 I just met him not too long ago and it was really cool. And I, it'll be good with me with Sublime and going out yeah. there and going to events and being able to rep Sublime and be like, you know, kind of an ambassador. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. to hear it. Ooh, we dare. love that you're working with them. We love Sublime. So. Yeah. yeah. That's Carmel Tuesday. They sure do. So you guys can find Tara on Instagram at hi is Tara with two R's in it. So make sure you guys give her a follow and check out all the fun stuff that she's up to in the Oklahoma cannabis industry. Thank you guys listening to, wow, I can't even end, end this. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned for next week. And as always, brand stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.